Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, Gotta give us what we need. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We We got got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. It is Friday the 13th. It is a Friday. So let's start off with a little bit of levity. Let's start off with two clips that hopefully will bring you a chuckle and or a smile. I have in my home... A, a, a cabined off space that is completely secure. Man, Carpe Doctum doing it again. And guess what? Alex Stein, yet again, doing another funny one with his wife's boyfriend. Cracks me up every single time. Uh, Check this one out. Also, uh, in front of the White House. You don't want to give him any money? Give him some of that Ukraine money. So, Uh, you want America to send more money to Ukraine? What about this homeless man? My wife's boyfriend... Do you I know, need help. Don't you think he needs help? I need help. Uh, this is a uh, rally in support of Ukraine. I attend. Yeah, but what about the homeless people right here in America? We have in America. Don't you think $100 billion to Ukraine first. is a lot? Uh, in this case, I'm simply asking this of Congress. Uh, are you asking Congress for this? Yeah, I think they should help the homeless instead of giving hundreds of billions of dollars to the Ukraine. Uh, Putin has been uh, threatening to attack other countries, including the United States. Do you have any money? Do you want to give him any money? You don't want to give him any money? Give him some of that Ukraine money. Uh, I'm someone who attends these rallies every day. But he's struggling. He's struggling right no, no, no. now. He's, he's actually struggling. Right. He's probably doing... The homeless problem is worse here in America than it is in Ukraine. I personally, probably in my early adulthood... I would say early 20s, stop taking the Democrats so seriously on social issues because I had learned a statistic back then in the 90s that the Democrats as a whole, as a whole, I'm sorry, I I mean on average, aren't as generous as Republicans and conservatives and Christians. That's right. The secularists would have you believe that All the ills of the world are because of people of faith. And if we just had secularism and we would just have big government take care of everybody, everything would be good. Which, of course, is a false idea and ideology because it removes personal responsibility. This person had to reboot before they could come back with a stupid answer. 
that's because the uh, Ukraine's being actively bombarded by Russia, which means that in many cases, if people lose their house, it's because the Russians blew up there. Yeah, but he doesn't have a house. What about the people here in America? They don't have a house. We don't want. That's what I'm saying. We don't want to. We don't want to give it all to the Ukraine. We have homeless people here, right here, Don Terry's. Citizen, he's struggling. This is my wife's boyfriend, Don Terry's. I live on Penn City, down the block. You don't think it's important that we help him? Yeah. Help home first, USA, USA, USA. Mommy, don't you guys think we should help American citizens? Don Terrius, they don't want to help you. They don't help America first. Okay, Don Terrius. Do you have any money for him? Guys, they want to give more money to the Ukraine than America. It's sad. It's sad. Okay, I started with levity. Now let's get into the serious stuff. This is how this episode is going to go. We're going to go into our most recent died suddenly news. We're going to go into some social news of just how sick and perverted this world is. And that'll, in a weird way, believe it or not, segue in us into stolen election and election news. So let's start with this one here, folks. This is a, uh, this is just normal now. It's sad to say this, but here we go. Look at this young man right here. Colorado College mourns loss of men's tennis player, Jack Madison. This young man here, Jack Madison, is a member of the Colorado College's men's team. He died suddenly in his sleep last week, the school announced. He was a 20-year-old sophomore student. He died in his sleep while at home on Monday, January 2nd, according to the school's news release. The cause of death has not been released. And of course, everyone is devastated by the loss, as they should be. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And then now we have this. You pit pharma- uh, pharmacy student, Lindsay Hack, dies suddenly at 25 years old. Now, this apparently happened last month, but I'm just now seeing this being reported in a few places. But we have here what we know is that on December 20th, she died, uh, according to our obituary, unexpe- unexpectedly from an unknown, unknown cause. And sadder still is her dad, a couple weeks later, also was rushed to the ICU. 
uh, with some sort of cardiac, uh, some sort of heart issue as well. So uh, this was a University of Pittsburgh or UPIT student. And here is a lame attempt at a segue because when I think of Pitt, I think of Pitbull. And this woman here thinks of Pitbulls in a very disgusting way. A model who calls herself a trans canine and claimed to have engaged in six sexu- sick sexual acts with dogs was fired from her job and banned from the pornographic website OnlyFans. A Twitter user going by the handle A Naughty Princess with almost 189,000 followers has been tweeting about her alleged disgusting sexual encounters with animals. On January 2nd, she decided to come out as the first trans canine telling her followers that she engaged in sex with six dogs in the past year and only two men. I have made a decision to come out. As we know, humans are complicated and intelligent beings. We aren't always simple. I have been with six dogs this past year and only two men my entire life. I am trans canine. I just want friends and a crowd that accepts and loves and cherishes me, she wrote. Human men can kiss me feet. I am trans canine. I can't have sex with anything that isn't canine. It's actually bestiality for me to have sex with human men, Naughty Princess wrote on Twitter along with a sexy photo. I am trans canine. I can't abuse what I am, she defended. Which is weird because she just said that uh, humans are complicated, intelligent beings, but then she says she is a trans canine. (sighs) People literally out here trophy hunting animals seem to brag that they killed that particular animal. That's okay, though. You have literally made multiple animals go instinct by hunting them. You bring animals deaths. I bring them orgasms. I am a better alternative. I feel dirty just reading the story. I feel almost guilty sharing it with you. But folks, this is what is uh, going on. There's other disgusting things in this article and tweets that I I do not want to read. Um, and uh, there we go. There we go, folks. But, it, but, but here's the point. She looks like she's a fairly young lady. I don't know. It uh, doesn't say how old she is in this article. I don't recall uh, reading it. But um, it's just sad that this, uh, it, it, that this sickness is happening. You could be anything you want, even if it's disgusting and perverted. We used to, instit- I don't say institutionalize, we used to consider these people uh, mentally ill and get them the help that they need. Now we just go, oh, well, you're transgender, you're trans canine, uh, you're trans whatever you want to be. And now we've got uh, another person caught, a, another uh Elizabeth Warren, or uh, what's her name, um, Rachel Dolezal. If you can be transgender, why can't you be trans indigenous person or trans black? Co-founder of Queer Indigenous Artist Collective in Wisconsin is unmasked as a white woman after claiming she was Native American and two-spirit. Kayla Clare, who went by I'm going to try this. Nibiwakamikwi was claimed to be Native American. 
the co-founder of a queer indigenous artist collective in Wisconsin who has claimed to be Native American is being accused of being a white woman and has since stepped down from her com- community positions. Keila Claire, who also went by the, the name Nibiguakakawiki, also identified as two-spirit, which is a term many indigenous people use to describe a non-binary gender identity. Leclerc has allegedly been profiting from, from the identities of indigenous peoples, according to a hobbyist genealogist, Advanced Smite, as reported by Madison365. She has claimed Metis, Oneida, uh, Anishabi, all these other Cuban and Jewish heritage, but reportedly used online records and resources to find Leclerc's true lineage, German, Swedish, and French-Canadian. Over the past years, Leclerc is a member and co-owner of the artist collective Gigi has earned several artist stipends, a paid residency at the University of Wisconsin, a place on the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women Task Force, and many speaking gigs and art exhibitions, it was reported. She refused to answer any questions. I guess the Daily Mail tried to uh, find her. And this is the indigenous person uh, in their high school photo. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. But I'm, uh, but, but I'm called an Uncle Tom, an Oreo, a sellout, a coon, because I like conservatism, and I've never actually claimed to be white. Okay, how about this uh, sick story? Look at what children are being exposed to. I, I, I need to report on this, folks. We can't live in a bubble, and we must protect our children. Fox News. A trip from a Michigan school district brought students to a restaurant with an attached lounge that included stripper poles, according to a trustee on the school board, who called the incident an example of poor judgment. What happened, and this was highlighted by Libs of TikTok, uh, uh, TikTok, Michigan grade schoolers enjoyed the local adult club's pole dancing facility in their recent outing. Michigan School District Superintendent Robert Shaner threatened to sue a local official for releasing a photo of grade schoolers pole dancing at a local nightclub during a recent school outing. The school says the kids were having lunch at the club when the dancing took place. But the school district is threatening to sue the official for releasing the photos? Not for what happened. Everything is a freaking cover-up with these sick, disgusting bastards. Andrew Weaver, who is a trustee on the school board, says students began dancing on the poles and took photos of the incident. It occurred on November 20, in November 2022 when a middle school teacher at Hart Middle School took his kids on a field trip to the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. The students were taken to lunch at Nikki's Pizza, which is attacked, attached to Nikki's Lounge. The students were moved from Nikki's Pizza due to lack of available space to the lounge. The superintendent of the district said he would consider bringing legal action against the outspoken board trustee Weaver. On, doctor, on December 21st, 2022, Dr. Shainer provided a letter to the Board of Education. The correspondence reinforced the need for a new board member to comply with board bylaws and the Code of Cooperation so that the district's focus can remain on the education of all RCS students. The letter did not include any threats. Okay, so uh, bad on you, 
um, for bringing this to the attention of the public. Wow. So official releases the photos. And by official, I mean the school board member releases the photos because the school district didn't address his concerns about what happened. And like true, demonic, evil, devilish, satanic, luciferian, pedophile, sick, disgusting, perverted bastards that they are, they go after the messenger of truth, not the reason for his message. Sounds right. Sounds like par for course when it comes to these disgusting people supposedly overlooking our children's education. Either way, this shouldn't have happened and the teacher should not have allowed them. And of all the freaking places, here's why I don't trust the teacher. Of all the freaking places in Michigan that you could have taken the children to eat to eat at after this, you had them take them to a pizza place that had a adult lounge next door. Sounds suspicious to me. Just like the suspicion I still hold over the stolen election and that Katie Hobbs is not the duly elected governor of Arizona. And in a strange segue from those six stories to what's happening in Arizona and therefore getting into election news, this is what Katie Hobbs has been up to. Courtesy of Mr. Conradson over, Jordan Conradson over at the Gateway Pundit. Jordan Conradson with the Gateway Pundit. I'm here with Arizona State Senator Jake Hoffman. He's the chairman of the Arizona Freedom Caucus. So the Freedom Caucus announced a lawsuit against Katie Hobbs yesterday. What can you tell me about that? What's the status? Well, so Jordan, here's the deal. Look, Katie Hobbs came into office. She ran a basement campaign to to try and earn the seat, right? And the first thing she does right out of the gate is she starts dropping executive order after executive order after executive order. Three in just her first week. And we're hearing rumors that there are dozens more already being slated and queued to come. And so the reality is that the American form of government and our system of government here in Arizona is not about executives being able to rule over the people by executive fiat. That's what the the, the legislature is, the branch of government that's supposed to create the laws. And unfortunately, Katie Hobbs believes she's above the law and is going to rule us by executive order. And that's simply not the right way to do it. Uh, It's completely wrong. Of course, she's not responsible to the people. They didn't vote her in. Arizona gubernatorial race was stolen in 2022. She is not the legitimate winner. Matter of fact, as Secretary of State, she was in on her own rigging of her election. That's why she campaigned from the basement. So if these lying bastards get away with the crimes of the century, the crimes of the decade, why wouldn't they get away with other crimes of ruling by executive fiat. Lawlessness begets more lawlessness. And when you look at her woke agenda, the types of things that she's uh, evaluating, right now we're hearing a rumor that there's an executive order coming down the pike to force teachers and students in our public schools to use the gender pronoun of someone's choice. Not the gender pronoun of their actual birth certificate, not whether they're a boy or a girl, which we all know is a scientific fact that there are two genders, male and female. She wants to force speech on 
to people in this state. And so the Arizona Freedom Caucus, uh, we announced that we're filing a lawsuit in the coming days so that we can curb her use of executive fiat to push a radical woke agenda on the people of Arizona. Installed puppets are going to do the bidding of their Marxists, puppet masters. We should not be surprised. All right, folks, let's end with some positive, relatively, I should say, positive news on stolen elections, election integrity, and what have you. Check out this notice from Mercer County yesterday. I'll have to look into this and see what happened, report on it to you um, next week. But it says, attention Mercer County voters. Did you know the scanners on all the voting machines in Mercer County failed on election day 2022? This caused chaos when people started voting at 6 a.m. Many voters were disenfranchised and were forced to vote provisionally or told to come back later. The machines never came back up on election day. Many locations ran out of provisional ballots and voters were turned away. It took weeks to receive election results. Races that were initially called one way by the media flipped the other way. We need to hold our elected officials accountable and demand answers. Please please attend the Board of County Commissioner meeting. And it took place last night at 6 p.m. Um, at the Mercer County uh, building. So I'm going to uh, find out what happened with this uh, and give you a uh, an update hopefully next week. But when I went and looked at uh, MSN, this is the article they had from CBS Philadelphia Channel 3 on the day of the elections. A county in New Jersey is experiencing issues with its voting machines. All machines in each district in Mercer are down due to a printing and scanning issue with the ballots. Gail, who declined to give her last name, said she had to make two visits to Trenton High School to finally get her ballot submitted. Very frustrating because I got off work this morning and guess what? The machines were not working. I submitted my ballot. I went in and said, please, I went in and said, please wait. Then it came back invalid. We did it over again because maybe I filled too much of the circle. So we tried to do it very perfect for the machine and it still didn't work. Gail chose to leave and come back later in the day to cast her ballot. But don't worry. A Dominion spokesperson says they believe the problem is with the printed ballots and not its technology. So I'm going to find some information on what happened in Mercer and get back to you folks on that uh, next week. Uh, But here's some good news uh, coming out of Georgia. Georgia's Court of Appeals has reinstated Voter GA's Fulton County counterfeit ballot case and it's looking to reverse its previous lack of standing ruling against Voter GA. So it looks like Voter GA is going to be able to audit 147,000 absentee ballots counted in Fulton County back in the 2020 elections. This is a statement that they released uh, yesterday. On Monday, the Georgia Court of Appeals reinstated Voter GA Fulton County's counterfeit ballot case without further briefs, setting up a reversal of its previous lack of standing ruling against the petitioners. The reversal comes as no surprise to the petitioners who, for over a year, maintain they have standing, even after the Georgia Court of Appeals upheld the lower court finding on July 2022. So the Georgia Supreme Court overturned both lower court rulings, and it was uh, made unanimously without a hearing. So now they are going to be able to uh, do this. Voter GA co-founder set up the two-year struggle to identify the number of counterfeit ballots by saying, the misapplication of state and federal laws as well as case precedents, caused a two-year delay that prevented us from ensuring Georgia has honest, transparent elections. This double standard of justice impacted millions of Georgians and is one of the greatest voting rights violations in the state's history. So 
they uh, sandbagged this through the 2020 election and the 2022 election. And who the hell knows if those 147,000 mail-in ballots are still there. Don't be surprised if they've been deleted, destroyed in a glitch or a mistake, or no one knows where they're at. Once again, these uh, these two stories, these two final stories I'm covering this episode will merit a follow-up in the coming week or weeks. Thanks for being here, folks. Have a great weekend. Once again, we appreciate your support. This is a subscriber-supported show. You make it possible. And from myself and my family, we appreciate your patronage, your support, your subscription. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. Ciao, goodbye, God bless, and big hug to all of y'all. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, Gotta give us what we need. Hey, our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the powers that